All right. Good morning, family, friends, or maybe it's afternoon for you. I don't know. The odd stranger that hangs out with us here on Monday Matters with Holly Cochran. It is February the 13th. It's almost Valentine's Day. And the whole point of my podcast is so that you can get to know me a little bit better. You don't have to come and hang out with me at the gym um, if you're hanging out with me here on the podcast. So I think it's important if you're going to get to know me that you also get to know the most important person in my world. So today being the day before Valentine's Day, I am hanging out with my husband, Corey, and we are going to um, talk a little bit about our love languages. And I sent him an email that had one of those couples quizzes that you can pull off the internet where we're both going to answer the questions at the same time. So we'll see if he does a good job of getting all of his answers correctly. So welcome to your first podcast, Corey. Thank you for having me. (laughs) (laughs) Corey's a huge podcasting nerd. He listens to podcasts every single day. So making his big debut is a big deal. Maybe somebody's going to like be requesting to have you on every week or something. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. (laughs) You might, might. You never know. So last week when I did the podcast, I talked about our love languages and um, how they've made a difference in my world. Do you want to just tell us a little bit about love languages from your perspective, Corey? Um, So yes, it's it's made a difference as well. And just learning what my love languages are, the fact that they existed, as well as what holidays are, has made us be able to communicate what our needs are better. Yeah, we're going to tell you a story in a little bit about uh, what our favorite uh, date night looks like and what the best birthday present I ever had was. So just keep listening. Let's answer these questions, Corey, and see if you can get them right, okay? (laughs) (laughs) So I don't like answering just yes and no questions. (laughs) I always have to have a qualifier or a reason why or a what if. Actually, Corey's never answered a yes or no question. In the 20 years we've been married, I'll say, should we leave at seven or at eight? And he cannot answer that question without asking a question. And it's used to be incredibly frustrating, but now that I know that's how it's going to go, I anticipate it. So I don't actually expect an answer to a question that I'm asking. I expect a question to the question that I'm asking. And I only get super, super frustrated when we go around the circle 17 freaking times and I still don't know if we're leaving at seven or eight. Well, it's because I'm a green, and so maybe that can be another podcast in the future of your color spectrums. Yeah, people don't know what green. green, People don't know what green means, but anyway, Corey's very green, and so the fact that I forced him into some yes or no um, questions really is just kind of a joke on my part. I thought it was kind of funny. Let's see if Corey can get through a podcast without any qualifiers. Think you can do it? I'm sure. Okay. Okay. Ready? Yep. Who made the first move? Corey. Corey. Totally. Who starts the argument? Holly. Holly, yeah. Who's always late? Corey. Corey. Who says sorry first? Holly. Who hasn't said sorry in 20 years? Corey. Corey. In my mind, I say sorry. Yeah, in his mind, he says sorry. I have to be a mind reader to get the heartfelt apologies. Who's more stubborn? Holly. No, see, we... (laughs) We we have to maybe have a discussion about this one. Yeah. I am more vocally stubborn and you are passive aggressively. Yes. Yes. That would be true. <laughs> Who, if you ask anybody else, it would be you who would be more stubborn. Yes, because I've said I'm more vocally stubborn, <laughs> but you are passive aggressive, hold your ground stubborn. 
Uh, who eats more? Corey. Corey. Who remembers important dates? Corey. Yeah, there. <laughs> I get to have a qualifier here. <laughs> no. no <qualifiers. laughs> yes, Corey remembers the important dates. I don't know when we got married. I don't know about any first dates. I don't know anything about that kind of stuff because I don't have room in my brain for those important dates. I'm remembering everything else. Is that fair? Sure. Okay. <laughs> um, who's better at buying gifts? Corey. Definitely Corey. Definitely Corey. I am not good at that. Who dances better? Holly dances better. Okay. Good answer. <laughs> Everybody got their dance moves from me. I think I've said that before. Uh, who's more organized? Holly, but I'm getting better. Definitely getting better. Corey is working on organization for sure. Um, okay, who cooks better? Corey cooks better, but Holly, I got to qualify, Holly cooks more often. Yeah, that's true. I do more of the cooking at our house on a day-to-day -day basis, but if you want something good at our house, we get Corey to make it. Um, and that's because I'm not patient. Like if the ingredients are more than six, I'm out. And so then it doesn't taste very good. But Corey will, like last night, we had international dinner at our house and there was, I don't know, 15 spices that had to be all put together. And I'm like, yeah, no, never mind. We'll yeah. just put some paprika on this and call it a day. Spices don't exist in all these worlds. No, that's why nothing tastes good. <laughs> um, okay, who spends more money? Uh, I definitely do. Corey definitely spends more money. Um, what was, okay. So I want us to talk about for just a second, those, those were all of our questions and they're easy for us to do. Um, because, well, we just have our skill set definitely. And, uh, there are some things that work well and balance us out. So what do you think we do really well as far as balancing each other out? That's a, <laughs> I'm not sure how to answer that question. That's not on the list. You oh, didn't I free, didn't. I didn't. You didn't give okay. me that one to free think about. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Corey has not been able to overanalyze that question for the last two weeks. So we aren't able to ask him today. Maybe we will have a recurring episode where we can ask Corey the questions three weeks after the fact. <laughs> how about you tell us about this? What is our perfect dates and how do they differ? Perfect dates? Mine would be spending uh, time just you and me, hanging out, going for a hike or something, then going for a nice supper, and maybe if we're if it's not past nine o'clock yet, <laughs> going to a movie or, or something like that. Seven o'clock. He meant seven o'clock. <laughs> right. Nine o'clock for the, sure. The movie it's would out. Have to be done by nine. Yes. That's there we right. go. <laughs> What's my perfect date? Your perfect date is. <laughs> would have your family all doing things for you. <laughs> <laughs> it is true. A work bee. That's my perfect date. I want you to tell them about my birthday. He hates, he hates that this was my favorite birthday. Like when I recant all the good things that have ever happened in my life and I have a one very favorite birthday day, tell them what, tell them what it looked like. Cause it made you so mad. <laughs> and I'm like, and as it's making him mad, I'm having to say, it's not your birthday it's my birthday stop being annoyed because we're happy on my birthday so our birthday is june 26th important day yep. <laughs> good job buddy <laughs> and so i wanted to go out go to regina maybe i think it was a saturday supper. too it, it was, was a, a weekend saturday. um just before school is done 
thought it'd be nice just to go to Regina, relax. But there was also a fence that needed to be built. Um, we had friends coming soon. She wanted the fence built. Okay, so, let's, can we put the qualifier in? The fence was saving the small children from a 12-foot drop-off. Yes, yes, it needed to be built. We wanted <laughs> to not lose any of the children. <laughs> so she instead said, we're going to the hardware store, buying the lumber, buying the tools, that we need to get this fence built. So we spent the whole Saturday cutting and framing the fence and... The smile on Holly's face during that whole time was <laughs> yes, her perfect day. Yes. Us working, getting something accomplished and done. Yes, it was the best day. And I think it was a pivotal moment in our marriage because it, it was this realization, I think for both of us, how different we are, but that's okay. So if it's August 31st, which is Corey's birthday, and I remember that important date, if it's August 31st and there needs to be a fence built, but he wants to go to Regina and watch a movie and have a booster juice, I'm going to suck it up and not bitch about the fence needing to be built because I want to speak his love language on his birthday. But I also feel really good about the fact that I know how to hold my ground now and not say, oh yeah, it's my birthday. So we got to do what you want to do because that's what makes sense to you. No. I can fight for the fact that, and I don't have to fight for it anymore. Now he just knows. Now it's just like, okay, we have figured out that what speaks to you is not the same as what speaks to me. So when it is your day, let's speak your language. So we probably will never go to a movie on June 26th ever again, because that's not my language. I want to do something else. I would go for a hike though. And I like to go out for supper. That would be fine. But I like it once the jobs are done, once the chores are finished, then we can go. So I just think that when you take the love languages quiz, um, sometimes it's just this realization like, oh, hey, we're different. That's okay. Let's do different things for each other then instead of expecting the same thing. One of the things I remember when I was at home as a stay-at-home mom and I was going to work at night and I wanted to show Corey how much I appreciated the fact that he was working all day and he was, you know, doing all the things is I would do things like I was ironing his work shirts and I was doing all of his laundry and I made sure that, um, you know, the house was always clean and I would clean up after him and he would never say thank you and never acknowledge any of it because he was hardly even noticing that I was doing those things that just wasn't speaking to him. I mean, people put their shoes on the shelf in the porch and I say, thanks for picking your shoes up because I noticed that right away and it makes a big deal to me. But if I'm not speaking your language, I can't be expecting you to appreciate what I'm saying if I'm not speaking your language. I have to show you something. My sister-in-law sent me uh, <laughs> something about love languages yesterday, which was hilarious. So I put it on our story yesterday about do the love language quiz one more time. And I put the link on there and everything. And Krista sends me this little meme that says, uh, fuck you, love languages. Do you communicate by slamming cabinets and silently doing the dishes? And I'm like, yes. Yes, I also communicate those ways as well. Everybody knows my love language when I am slamming cabinets and silently doing the dishes angry. So anyway, that's a shout out to my sister-in-law, Krista. She may be listening today. I don't know what their love language is. What do you think Ryan and Krista's love language is? I have no idea. I have no <laughs> idea. I think Ryan's probably quality time too. He could avoid the chores and go and... Yeah. Yeah, he definitely could. Krista, I don't know what Krista's would be. Well, maybe by that it's uh, 
acts of service would help by doing the dishes and <laughs> yes i think maybe that is true if ryan would stop doing so much quality time and go and do the dishes maybe that would be speaking christmas i'm definitely checking in with him later before we post this podcast just to make sure we're not way off track with that anyway so I'm really grateful that Corey has tolerated me and done this podcast so that you can get to know us a little bit more. Um, oh, right. Did you want to go through that? Well, we did. Yeah. Okay. So what is your number one love language? So my number one is words of affirmation. And then it goes quality time, physical touch, acts of service, and then receiving gifts. Yep. And mine goes... My bottom one is also receiving gifts. So we're not big gift givers or receivers around our place, which is a good thing because neither of us make a whole lot of money. So it's probably a good thing. That <laughs> so it's... yes, Christmas and <laughs> birthdays. And when we ask, what would you like? It's never a big deal in our place. No, it's Those, not. Supposed gift giving times. <laughs> I said to one of the gratitude questions on the February challenge was, what's the best gift for you like when, that you like to receive? And of course, Corey has taken three days to answer every single one of the gratitude challenge prompts. But anyway, on that day, I'm like, so what's the best gift? He's like, I don't know. I've been thinking about this since, since he gave me this paper. I just can't think of anything. And I was so relieved because I also can never think of anything to give this man as a gift, mostly because he spends a lot of money on himself. And if he wants it, he gets it like today. So it's hard to, he never like mentioned something that he's wishing for and saving up for. So it's hard to think of what to get you because you just get it. Anyway, so receiving gifts is not a big deal at our house. My top one was acts of service. If you don't already know, building a fence is under the acts of service love language. So that's my top one. Um, and my second one is words of affirmation. Mine is also physical touch is number three. And quality time was four. And then my last one is receiving gifts. We've also done the love language quiz with our kids and it makes a difference with how we, or myself anyway, um, speak their love language, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Kenzie's receiving gifts is also going to be super low at the bottom. Don't buy Kenzie things. She, it, that's not how she receives love necessarily, but quality time will be her top one. Quality time, physical touch would be Kenzie's. So I try to make sure that we have some sort of a Netflix show that we are watching together because it forces me to spend time with Kenzie, which is her love language. And uh, Kata, though, receiving gifts is pretty high. Yeah. And we don't do a very good job of buying said gifts, so just straight up cash. <laughs> yes, I think she would just like cash. <laughs> yes. If we would just get that kid a credit card with her own name on it so she could stop asking to use ours on Amazon, that would be speaking her love language. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I also did the love languages once or twice with my uh, life transitions class at school. And so oh. that was always interesting to hear the students, what their top ones were and some of them even commented, oh, I need to go do this with my parents or my siblings just to find out what they are because they discovered something about themselves and hearing what those were. So, Okay, this is a question I did not ask Corey to contemplate, so we might not get the answer, but I want to ask anyway. When you did the quiz with the kids at school, did it change how you taught them once you knew that about them? It did a little bit, and as far as just giving them feedback or... Or, yeah, it made me think about, okay, how can I incorporate, you know, 
giving gifts or when they want words of affirmation, okay, they need that to produce and work better in class. So, yeah, it's not only just your love language, but maybe it's a bit of your motivator too. Like if you really value words of affirmation and then you're getting those words of affirmation, it's motivating. Yeah. So, so for our teacher friends out there, the love language quiz this week being Valentine's day, maybe you want to just take a few minutes. It takes not very long. And there's a teen version of it and a kid's version of it where you get to ask the kids the questions and they get to pick yes or no or what or A or B or whatever. So you can do this love language quiz with all the people. Um, am I missing anything? Oh, the... oh yeah. This is, this is a question I made him ponder on too. We're looking back at the email that I sent him. Um, I asked Corey, what is something that you are now doing simply because you know my love language, that if it wasn't for me and my love languages in your life, you probably wouldn't do it, but you're doing it now to speak to me. Uh, part of it is our, the morning routine. I clean up more after myself. It's still not as much as Hollywood would like me to clean up. But it's so much better it though. Is, <laughs> it is getting better and trying to, uh, me, I'd probably just make my breakfast in the morning, leave everything thing beside the sink, and deal with it at the end of the day when all the dishes are there, but Holly likes to have it cleaned the whole yep. day. So that is one thing uh, for sure. And yeah. But that was a big fight because we are not the same about that. Like he is totally okay to leave the kitchen with all the dirty dishes in the frying pan and like little bits of chopped up vegetables on a cutting board and just walk away and go and have a shower and leave for work. And like, I can't live like that. And so there had to become some sort of a compromise and it's not all, it's not done my way, but we can't do it your way. Like we had to come to that middle ground and it took a while. And there was some like harsh words said about what was going down between seven 30 and eight 30 in the morning. Like that was literally our worst hour of our day. And part of it is because mine is words of affirmation. And so I thought I was doing a better job, but I never got recognition for that better job. And it just was a, oh my God, this is not done. This is not done. So. Yeah. Anyway, we're doing better. And this past week, I, I, I don't know that it's going to continue, but Corey had to stay home all week last week with COVID. And every day my bed was made and the kitchen was clean and like things were so awesome. But I made sure because words of affirmation are high. I said something every single day. We'll see how, what do you think? Think the bed's getting made this week? Probably not. not. <laughs> it's also a matter of time. Uh, anyway, priorities. Okay. Well, that is my husband and I and our first podcast together. So thank you so much, Corey, for coming. And we are now going to wrap this up because we have to get our 14-year-old off to work at Mission Ridge. So one of us has to run and get her and get her to work. And our 17 year old, I had a moment this morning. It's my last little story. I came to the gym. This is where we're recording this right now. I came to the gym and I said to Corey, who was running on the treadmill, I've just had like a real moment. And I was looking in the rear view mirror. Kenzie and I left to go to the, go to work at the same time. I was coming to the gym and she was going to mission Ridge. And I looked back in the rear view mirror and literally saw this tiny little peanut that I used to hold with one hand for over a year. She wasn't even 15 pounds at a year old. I had her in one arm for almost a year, this little peanut. And here she was behind me. She'd set her alarm, got up, made her breakfast, made her lunch, packed up her ski bag, was heading off to work, was muttering away in the kitchen all about all the fun things that she was doing at Mission Ridge and the nervous kids and the excited kids and the kids who had won at the races. She's just loving her job. 
She gets into this car that she's working for and paying for, and she's driving behind me while I'm coming to work this morning, just completely independent and content. And I'm thinking, what has happened? I just graduated high school. Like I just got married. I do not know how I have this 17 year old driving her car behind me. So anyway, that's where we are in life. And so if you've been up all night with babies and you are hoping that this season goes quick, I promise you take a nap, power through today, but this, that season goes really quick. And all of a sudden they are 17 and driving their own car behind you. All right. You guys have a fantastic day. If you're listening to this today, happy Valentine's day. I hope you have not spent any money on expensive chocolate or flowers and you wait till tomorrow. That's what Corey and I would be doing. We did not buy each other expensive anything for Valentine's day. Because gift giving isn't our thing. Not our thing. Okay. Take care, everybody.